Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello. So codependency is a topic that um, has come up quite a lot in the coaching that I do when people are looking to create healthy, intimate relationships. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about codependency today. And I've also got a guest on the show uh, next week who's going to be talking about their personal experiences of codependency. So please do listen out for that. Um, so codependency is typically discussed in the context of substance abuse, where one person is abusing the substance and he or she depends on another person to supply money, food, shelter, um, in order to keep that addiction going. And that other person then will keep their addiction going, but not willingly, but feels like that they have a compulsion to do so. Um, But codependency is much broader than that. It can be defined as any relationship in which two people become so immersed and invested in each other that they can't function independently any longer. So your mood, happiness and identity are defined by the other person. In a codependent relationship, there is usually one person who is more passive and can't make decisions for themselves and a more dominant type personality who gets some reward and satisfaction from controlling the other person and making decisions about how they will live and how they will live their lives within their relationship. It's often referred to as a relationship addiction in the fact that codependent people tend to form and become dependent on unhealthy, emotionally harmful relationships. And I've worked with, as I said, many people that have been in the most codependent relationships you could ever imagine. And although it feels like an addiction, it's a compulsion. It's a coming together of people with maladaptive needs that they need meeting. You could be in a codependent relationship and not even know about it. You or your partner may be hooked on a number of different things. For instance, one partner is a workaholic and the other one always feels ignored. One is a drama queen or king and the other is always on edge around them. Uh, One partner's the control freak and the other can never make any decisions. One is irresponsible and the other one is always having to clean up the mess. One shuts down emotionally and now one feels abandoned, rejected, ignored. One has angry outbursts and the other tries to smooth the situation over all of the time. And one partner may be quite domineering and dominates and the other one doesn't speak up and doesn't feel like they have a voice. There's a pattern there. In a codependent relationship, one person's feelings and needs are repeatedly dismissed or minimised. 
And this is uh, in marked contrast to a healthy, interdependent relationship where neither partner would allow such behaviour to continue. In essence, codependents are unhealthily attached to each other. If one person stops the destructive behaviour of codependency and the relationship as it is, it cannot continue. Just like alcoholism, drug addiction, uh, codependency will suck the life out of you unless you do something about it. In fact, your health and your happiness depend on you ending your codependency. If you are the enabler in a codependent relationship, your feelings and needs will perpetually be on the back burner before a cascade of destruction will hit you. You could feel resentments. Um, you could stop taking care of yourself. Your health could suffer. And if that happens, then you don't even have the resources to care for your partner any longer anyway. And then you can become bitter and depressed because of the dark hole you are in as you watch your life slipping away. The codependent can see themselves as a knight in shining armour, but end up with just this rusty, worn, tarnished suit that they're carrying around. There's also a misconception that codependency is a female thing. And this idea sprung up from the addiction model of codependency I've already mentioned, uh, where it was usually the man that was the addict and the woman took the role of the enabler. However, codependency is not related to gender and codependents are, not, uh, are just as common in both sexes. And in a moment, I'm just going to give you a personal example of that. It often shows up as a tendency to be the rescuer, maybe the martyr, um, and you're looking after a damsel in distress or a duke or whatever it might be. While on the surface it may seem like a heroic move for a man to help a woman in need, a pattern of such rescuing is a sign of codependency. And on the other foot, the man may have the issues and the woman may believe she was going to save him and enters the codependent cycle. When I was a child, I saw that making my mum feel better was the only time I ever got positive feedback from her. And as I grew up, I was drawn to date women who needed rescuing for one reason or another. And as this can play out in all of your relationships, I also notice when looking back that a lot of my friendships were based in that space as well, uh, especially the friendships I had with women they needed rescuing in some way, shape or form. But beneath my codependency was a need for control. I felt that if my mother could struggle with her life at any moment, attention would be withdrawn and my whole world was turned upside down in disarray. Emotionally, I couldn't cope. So in order to cope, I tried to control the relationships I had by rescuing with people from their difficult lives. It was all about them and never about me. I also got used to the pattern of this and realised that I could survive this pain, whereas I didn't even know or consider if I could survive doing it differently. 
And I thought I was very good at it. But actually, you never have any real control over anyone else. And if you're trying to rely on the control over someone in order to be happy, you set yourself on the path of disappointment and misery and pain. And in some cases, you could even create your own addiction to cope. As mentioned, a classic enabler allows his or her partner's addiction to continue by lying or covering up for them. Um, Say if they are late at work because they've been drinking all morning um, or they make excuses like justifying behaviour to children, other family members and friends. And then it's quite common then the enabler enabler can become an addict themselves in order to manage those situations that they can't cope with. So a few years ago, I worked with a man who had a compulsion for affairs, leading to uh, his wife overeating in an attempt to deal with his infidelity. As the wife put on more weight, he had more excuses to continue on his extramarital activities, leading the wife to blame herself (laughs) because of her weight And this was then the cause of the dysfunctional relationship. But after he'd worked on his issues that led to the affairs, which came from uh, difficult relationships with his parents as he grew up and always needing attention from someone to feel good about himself, he became more open and loving towards his wife. She was able to let go of her dependency on him, lost weight, And the couple then went on to enjoy a new relationship that neither of them had ever experienced or imagined. Waiting for the other person to change is a major symptom of codependency if you realise that you're there and changes need to take place. The more that you rely on outside circumstances to change before you can be happy, the more you keep handing your power away and disempowering yourself. The only person you ever have any control over is yourself. And trying to get someone else to be who you want or to do what you want uh, leaves you just being engaged in a fruitless and self-annihilating task. By trying to rescue someone, you are disempowering their ability to self-transform. And you're also denying your issue as well. And so things will never improve. You are actually telling yourself, I am denying the only real power I have. And that's to affect change in your own life. And that's why you will always fail when you try to rescue someone from their unhappiness. And actually, have you ever noticed that nobody has ever succeeded in rescuing you from yours either? But the good news is, while you may have been stuck in codependent relationships for years and maybe even decades, it only takes one moment to break the pattern. Often one person does wake up. They might read a book, go to a seminar, see something on the TV that resonates with them and of course may listen to a podcast just like this one. This can lead to the partner to start demanding change from others but change always has to start with you first. Fundamentally, codependency is, a not, um, is about not taking responsibility for yourself. 
When you take responsibility, you reclaim your own personal power and begin creating your own life and allowing people to take responsibility for theirs. This is how you can avoid either becoming a rescuer, a martyr or a victim that needs rescuing. And the quickest and most powerful way to start taking responsibility right now is to start working on and accepting and loving yourself. When you ignore your own needs, when you dismiss your own feelings, when you're not congruent in your own thoughts and deny your own personal power, you are not accepting yourself. When you fixate on someone else's needs and ignoring your own, you're abandoning yourself, rejecting yourself. And you wouldn't dream of treating someone you love this way. But yet in a codependent relationship, you are repeatedly demonstrating a lack of self-acceptance and care. You put yourself way down the list. You may even find you put other people on pedestals. The needs of others always seem more important than yours. When you have a situation where one person has a moment of accepting and loving themselves on their own, you never know where it's going to go. I've seen so many examples of where this could lead to and actually have experienced it myself. It is a journey. There's lots of things to uncover. There's lots of things that could stop you. You've been doing this for a while and it's very, very powerful. As mentioned several times, it's likened to an addiction and it can be a hard thing to break. But if you're ready to let go of the things that are keeping you stuck in these types of relationships, you know now that there's every possibility, if you really want to do it, for you to be able to move on and find the kind of relationships that make you feel happy, fulfilled and great in your own space. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.